launched Stream Data back in 2008, now serving about 17 enterprise accounts, doing less than 100 grand per month in revenue, but hoping to break that threshold sometime in 2019 uh, next year. They raised 10 million bucks to build this company, a team of 15 based between Paris and other remote locations in the States, 5% annual revenue churn. Uh, so net revenue retention, obviously the opposite of that, 95%. Spending about three months of the customer's value on acquiring the customer in the first place, but right now a fairly long sales cycle because they're hyper-focused. Again, streamdata.io. Banks using them to understand and, and basically get data flows to help them better understand their customers and their data sets. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Eric Horsney. He's the CEO of streamdata.io. He's also founding, the founding team member at Internet Way, which was a French B2B ISP, is sold to UUNet, then Radians, a global finance cloud, which is sold to BT. He's a high-frequency trading infrastructure expert, passionate about fintech, IoT, and clean tech. He looks after three uh, at home and has worked in San Francisco, New York City, Mexico, and now Paris. All right, Eric, are you ready to take us to the top? <laughs> ready to go? Hello, everybody. Yeah, ready to go. All Let's right. Go. What so so what is stream data? I mean, is this tied back into your you know high frequency trading routes? What's the company do? Well, actually, um, when I was a high frequency trading uh, engineer, I was helping my customer make money by being faster than others. So people would buy uh, solutions for one million dollar a year, and uh, when I would uh, catch up with them six months later to check whether everything was okay, they would say yes, I made it up with a trade. Um, so that was uh, surprising, and then after after that, I realized that what we were doing was not necessarily good for the ecosystem, and I became repentant and started to focus on. Uh, what do you mean repentant? Data. Like you went to church or what? Uh, pretty much, uh, not church, but uh, let's say I would regret the fact that I had helped uh, people make money. Um, uh, in the back of others, and uh, I wanted to try helping uh, retail consumers uh, so that they could get access to uh, data and transparency of data. Uh, so the focus of Stream Data is about transparency and, and real-time data sharing. Okay, and so who, who's your customer? What's your pricing model? Is it a SaaS company? So it is mostly a SaaS company. Customers are typically uh, banks and brokerage firms. They uh, consume data through us, and we also uh, distribute our technology through partners, uh, including uh, Exignite. Okay, and give me a general sense. I'm sure you have a lot of different kinds of customers, but on average, what's a customer going to pay you per year to get access to this technology? Um, this It's around $100,000 a year. And what will they get for that? And for that, they would get access to data for, let's say, a million uh, devices receiving data in real time. What kind of devices? Um, any any mobile device, any Apple, Android, anything. Like in, like it's, of their own team of all the bankers that work at the bank, or that's that's CP consumer data they're buying. That's uh, that's data for the consumers. So typically, they buy. The technology so that they can stream uh, data from the market to mobile uh, devices. And so, my next question is: So, where are you getting your data? Uh, we're getting data either from the from the customers themselves. Some of them generate the data, or uh, from partners like Exignite. Sorry, what, you're saying you're saying from poddlers? <laughs> either from uh, banks themselves, they generate data themselves. Or uh, through a partner. Oh, like oh partners. Got it, got yeah. it, got it. Part now, do you pay these partners, though? 
Um, we made it simple so that our technology is included in their technology and they typically are the ones contracting with those customers. I see. Okay, very good. Uh, put this on a timeline for me. When did you launch the company? What year? Um, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Okay, so hey, 2008 is a heck of a time to launch a new banking tool. <laughs> did you get yeah, laid? Did you get laid off? No, no, the so to, <laughs> not at all. And actually, in Europe at that time, the situation was not as bad as in the US. Um, but uh, the there was already a need for uh, mobile applications in trading to uh, uh, to leverage whatever um, Apple was uh, bringing to the market. Uh, so 2007 is is the launch of the iPhone. So yeah, a year later we started to uh, focus on the the subject of uh, real time data for uh, mobile devices. Mm. And so, so over early on. So over the past 10 years, how many customers have you scaled to? So we're um, we're focused on very large companies, and uh, we have 17 customers. One That's seven. Great. Yeah, yeah, very, very, I mean, at $100,000 ACVs, you can afford to only focus on a very tight niche and still build a big business, right? That's, uh, that's the subject. Yeah, that's great. Now, I mean, can I take, can I take that 17 number times, you know, $100,000 ACV, you guys are doing 1.7 million run run rate right now? (laughs) Nope. Okay. And why are those numbers wrong? Because, uh, some of those, uh, numbers are actually, uh, based on, uh, uh, contract that was signed early on, so not necessarily in terms of uh, recurring revenue. Oh, got it. So some of them maybe were early pilots, people you maybe you you, you brought on at a lower price point because they were early customers and you needed them early, things like that. Exactly. Okay, so yeah. let me let me ask a different question. When do you think you break a hundred grand a month? Um, next year. Like early in the year or later in the year? You think? Later. And and how? How are you getting these new customers? Uh, mainly through partners and uh, yeah, mainly through partners. We're, we're being uh, distributed right now by uh, uh, all the major uh, cloud vendors and uh, we're uh, also distributed as a complement to uh, some uh, solutions from ISV vendors. Okay. So, so since you're, it sounds like you're under hundred grand today, obviously you're hoping to get you know, towards that, towards the end of 2019. I mean, is it fair to say you're closer to maybe kind of 40, 50 grand per month right now today? Is that accurate? I cannot disclose that. Okay. Well, you I mean, we already know it's less than a hundred, so we're not getting that much more specific. <laughs> there, here's the reason I'm asking. Maybe you can help me here. I'm, I'm trying to figure out growth rate. Uh, growth rate. We doubled our revenue uh, this year and we plan to quadruple next year. Okay. Well, if you're going to quadruple next year and your plan is to break a hundred grand by the end of next year, that means if I take a hundred grand divided by four, that's 25 grand a month. So, right. So if you triple, if in order to get to 25 grand, you, you trip, you doubled, then. Not in SAS. Huh? Um, the, the calculations in SAS are different. I, mm. I don't understand. If you're going to quadruple year over year and your target for the end of next year, when you quadruple is a hundred grand, you divide a hundred grand by four. You go down to 25 grand today. If you quadruple that, you get up to 100 grand. Well, it depends on the cards of revenue you're getting uh, during the year. So it is not because if, if you get, if you quadruple your revenue uh, on, uh, on your MR at the end of next year, uh, then your uh, revenue for the year may not be quadrupled. Oh, well, no, no, I'm not asking for revenue for me. I'm talking about run rate. Oh, okay. All right. 
Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm not talking about like cash accounting or I'm talking specifically about like run rate, right? So today, 17 customers, you know, paying, you know, if you're doing less than 100 grand a year, obviously they're paying, you know, less than, you know, $100,000 ACVs. And what you're trying to say is you're going to scale up over the next 12 months to hopefully break 100 grand. And the way you're, the way you plan to do that is adding new logos or expanding customers you already have? Uh, adding new logos. Brand new, it's all in the banking sector still, or are you expanding your, your verticals? Most probably. Most probably uh, in the banking sector. We, we just signed an agreement with uh, Salesforce. They're going to distribute us um, in the app exchange. Uh, so this is massive in terms of logos that we, we should bring there. And uh, we're signing other uh, distribution agreement right now. Why do you have so much confidence in the Salesforce app exchange bringing you deals? I mean, you're a small player for them. Why are they going to give you prime, prime location? Uh, they selected us as part of a program they created called Salesforce Accelerate for okay. fintech. And um, we were one of 10 companies they selected to accelerate. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, congrats on that. Have you have you bootstrapped the company or did you decide to raise capital? We raised capital. Oh, I was liking you, Andrew. I was liking you so much, Andrew. And now you're on the dark side. <laughs> how, much have, how much have you raised to date? Uh, we've raised nearly $10 million. Okay. That, by the way, I mean, that's, that's, it's not a ton. I mean, uh, but, but I mean, obviously, no. obviously it's enough. Where did you, did you raise that right at day one or did you recently raise that? No, no. no that was, um, uh, very gradual, uh, starting with a seed and then, uh, an A and then some bridges. So it's been uh, gradual as we're growing the business. All equity or is there venture debt built into there? All equity. All equity. Okay. And I mean, are you working with the traditional VC firms or these are like wealthy banker friends who used to help operate in dark pools, shave milliseconds off their trading time? Um, traditional VCs. Traditional <laughs> you say with a very large smile. All right. So, yeah. go ahead. Uh, well, uh, you would expect that uh, those friends actually put their money in those VCs. That's the easiest way to do things efficiently. Yeah. Usually. If the VC is competent, yes. What's the team size today? How many people? We're 15. All in, uh, all in Paris? No, we're uh, between France and the U.S., okay, East Coast so, and West Coast. Oh, great. Okay, so Paris and remote. And then, you know, churn's critical in any SaaS business. How do you think about your churn, especially when you're dealing with kind of a very a small number of very large customers? No. Um, we're lucky to be, let's say, in the, in the very large uh, or in the, in the fairly large opportunity um, Every now, I think the sales cycle is really long. It takes up to two years uh, between the start of, con- of a conversation and the start of a first payment. Uh, but then customers tend to stay with you for more than seven years, 10 years. So that's uh, the journey is not the issue. The, the, the challenge is on the sales cycle. Anything we can do to reduce the sales cycle is great. So of all the people over the past, you know, you know, since you launched over the past 10 years ago, of all the people that have paid you over the past 12 months, I mean, what's revenue churn per year? Um, uh, weighted, it's, it should be around 5%. Okay, so 5% revenue churn. And then how much do you expand? Annual. Yeah, okay. Annual. So, oh, sorry, 5% annual revenue churn. In that same time frame, how much do you expand those same accounts? Um, that's a very good question. Each account is pretty stable. Okay, so you're not, it's yeah, kind of staying yeah, flat. Just, yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they typically, the first year is typically, uh, 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 typically with a significant growth, and then, uh, and then it's pretty flat year after year. Okay, got it. So interesting. I, I would have thought 
because it's a lot of work to land these big accounts that one of your big growth drivers would be, well, you did the hard work, you landed them, now expand them, add a million bucks on their contract. The, what we managed to do is to use them as advocates for them to recommend us to uh, people they know have similar issues. And in some instances, we can extend the contract within the firm to uh, other entities that would want to count on me, but we can yeah. do that. Yeah, that's good. When you're signing these customers up in the first place, you, met, you, you mentioned a long sales cycle. I mean, what's your fully weighted CAC? Um, it's way too much. <laughs> no, How do you know that? How do you know it's too much? No, because it's too long. Two years is a long time. Two, two uh, years is your payback period? No, no, it's typically, um, let me, let me, let me think about numbers. Um, let me make it an easy, I, qu- I, would let me, say, let me, I would say, um, uh, three months. Okay. So, so if someone signs up for a hundred thousand dollar a year account, what you're saying is you're willing to spend up to three months of that to acquire them. Mm-hmm, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Got Which it. include uh, sales and marketing costs. Yeah. 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 That's great. Okay. Very good. All right. Let's uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one. What's your favorite business book? Um. Well, it's a good question. I think the. Okay. Let's say the biography of Benioff. Benioff bio. Very good. And Eric, what's uh, who's an under the radar CEO you're following or studying? Um, under the radar. That's interesting. I would say the CEO of uh, Algolia. Num- actually, he was just on the show. When was he on the show? Oh. Uh, three Nicola weeks. Was there three weeks ago? Yep. Very good. I didn't know that. Yep. Hello, Nicola. <laughs> number. Oh, good. Yeah, he. It was a great interview. Uh, number three. Uh, what billing tool do you use? We use Salesforce. Salesforce. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> um, seven. And what's your situation? Married, single kiddos? Married with three kids. Three kids. Three wow. And how old are you? I'm 45. 45. Last question, Eric. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? It's a very good one. Uh, I think I would say that anything you believe in um, will happen. So you have to be careful about what you dream or what you want because it's going to happen. And the good news is that it's just a matter of wanting this to happen. Guys, if you believe in it, if you dream it, it will happen. Be careful what you dream about. Launched Stream Data back in 2008, now serving out 17 enterprise accounts, doing less than 100 grand per month in revenue, but hoping to break that threshold sometime in 2019 uh, next year. They raised 10 million bucks to build this company. A team of 15 based between Paris and other remote locations in the States. 5% annual revenue churn. Uh, so net revenue retention, obviously opposite of that, 95%. Spending about three months of the customer's value on acquiring the customer in the first place, but Right now, a fairly long sales cycle because they're hyper-focused. Again, streamdata.io. Banks using them to understand and and basically get data flows to help them better understand their customers and their data sets. Eric, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks to you. That was great.